0: I'm Joseph. I'm Nick. And this is Fish Jelly. Yes. We're doing this on Zoom because Nick is in Berlin at the 74th annual Berlinale. Say say it Berlinale.
1: Berlinale. (laughs) Berlinale. I tore that up. Or AKA the Berlin International Film Festival. That's right.
0: So this is day four? You're completing
1: Uh, day four? Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. How many movies have you watched so far?
1: Um, Well, I saw about 15 ahead of time. And um, since I've been here, since the festival started, um, probably, I I don't even know. I don't even know. Three a day, Saturday at five. Well, we'll we'll end the podcast with
0: talking about some of the things you saw, uh, but I wanted to start with, I didn't know this, but I checked our mail uh, yesterday, and I saw that Ben Savage, who's Uh, from Kinder Years,
1: right? He's running for Congress. Isn't he the one that had allegations? Yes. Uh, No, was it Fred?
0: I think they both have, because I remember, ben. I remember talking about this previously and I looked it up and people commented and I think both of them have some questionable behavior.
1: Brad's but, the old one. Ben is the one from Boy Meets World, right? Oh, wait, which one am I talking about <laughs> before I lie on these
0: people? Um, uh, you said Ben. Yes, Ben Savage, the younger one. So he's mm-hmm. from, so he's from Boy Meets World.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So, there you go. I can see why celebrities run for political office because they already have built-in publicity. Like, imagine a regular person like me trying to run for office. Like, it would be a grassroots campaign to get people to just know my name. But if I were a celebrity, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he did win. Although he's in a district that where, you know, people are probably a little more active and but I thought that was interesting.
1: Doesn't work for everybody. Look at
0: Cynthia Nixon. Well she was running for governor. Like that was kind of lofty, I think. I mean Jesse Ventura did it, so that's all I wanted to say. I did have something in the restaurant section. Um because I went to the arts district for breakfast two days last week at earth cafe and zinc cafe Mm -hmm. both have outdoor seating and you know it's been a little chilly in la but when i tell you it was free i mean it was colder inside the restaurants than outside to the point where yesterday when i ate at zinc cafe it was so cold inside that they brought our food and brought our coffees and the food got cold like so fast. Cause mm-hmm. I had ordered three things to share with my mom. Mm-hmm. And like the oatmeal was cold. The breakfast burrito was cold. The Belgian waffles were cold. Cause we were talking and eating slowly. Cause you know, my mom eats like a bird. So then mm-hmm. like 15 minutes in, the manager comes over and wants to like refill our coffee. And he asked if everything was okay and I said, actually, like, (laughs) it is, like, unbelievably cold, because my mom was dressed appropriately, like, she had on a sweater, and she actually was wearing, like, a Michael Kors trench coat, and then I had on a, an undershirt with a sweatshirt, and I'm, like, it's freezing in here, like, my coffee's cold, this Belgian waffle's cold, it's so cold that the butter, like, like, got hard again, like, it's just, (laughs) this is really uncomfortable but he uh he comped our food
1: <laughs> there you go see squeaky wheel uh, well, but-
0: I didn't do it for that but I just thought like y'all don't have heaters in here I know LA is usually very you know the weather's nice but like come on it
1: was most, amazing. most places that have outdoor seating also have heat lamps though because there's a cold season
0: well, we should have sat outside because outside did have the heat. Like, oh, <laughs> we
1: were yeah, sitting
0: awful. inside. We were literally sitting by like Zinc Cafe has like a little marketplace, and we were sitting right by the little marketplace and the like the cashier. So we were like fully inside, and it was, it had to be 50 degrees in there. It was colder inside than it was outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I don't
0: know if they had the air conditioner on. I don't know what was happening. But I'd like to complain about that. Moving on, you have... Oh, you know, we received... It's so funny. Whenever Janet Jackson or Sigourney Weaver do something, people send us messages. And a listener who... The Goyas are... Can, Can you explain what the Goyas are?
1: The Spanish Oscars, basically, yeah.
0: So a listener in Spain attended the Goya's uh, awards and sent uh, pictures of Sigourney Weaver,
1: who won an award. She won a Lifetime Achievement Award, which I knew beforehand, but uh, you forgot to bring it up in the notes I sent you on the last podcast. But uh, since that recording, the award show happens. It was as I was flying here. Um, and I, I listened to her speech, of course, and um, it was presented to her by uh, uh, J.A. Bayona, who directed her into Monster Calls, and I believe swept the awards for the Society of the Snow that night. And she gave a very humble speech, it was sweet. What was the uh, so she won the International
0: Goya Award, and she thanked uh, well, oh, she thanked her uh, voice actress in Spain's Spanish dubs.
1: <laughs> That's cute. Who's done it? Her in thirty movies. Um, oh wow! She made, some, she made some joke about how Bill Murray says her acting is better in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> That's but he had a nice line about saying, you know, it's never t- you're never too old to receive some encouragement. And they they treated her very well. I mean, there's some pictures of her with Pedro Almodovar. I would love. I don't know why he's not offering her role in his new movie with Julianne and Tilda, but there you go. Okay, your
0: your head would explode if Julianne, Tilda, and Sigourney were in a movie together.
1: Directed (laughs) by Pedro Almodovar. (laughs) I'm glad he didn't do
0: it because you would probably have a stroke. (laughs) (sighs) It could still happen. Who knows? Wow. Okay, so moving on to projects of interest... What's the oh, film? yeah.
1: Um. Oh, oh yeah. so, you know, it's a new film festival. So there's a new Isabella L'Upper project now uh, uh, brought up in the European film market. But it's a film called Close Up. Uh, and it would be reuniting her with uh, an Italian director, Tonino Di Bernardi, who directed her in a 2007 film called Medea Miracle. Um. She, I think I sent you the synopsis because it made me laugh um cuz it, it said something like they're going to do it's going to be isabel playing multiple characters across many periods uh in, right. in, in extreme close up angles uh including a witch being burned at the stake <laughs> sounds stressful that sounds like something she would love to do uh yeah of course i'm excited okay and next is relapse Oh, yeah. So Brett Easton Ellis, the author of American Psycho and Rules of Attraction and many at less than zero, blah, blah, blah. Uh, who is just uh, featured in the periphery of that movie, Sebastian, we reviewed from Sundance. He's directing a movie, his first, it's called, I actually, I don't know what it's about, um, but that should be interesting. Eddington? Uh, Ari Aster is uh, casting his new project and apparently Austin Butler who doesn't really excite me but um apparently that uh he will be probably the lead but there you go anything ariaster does though i'm of course interested in yeah for sure i'm having technical difficulties dracula so luke Besson is going to do a version of dracula because what do we need? Another one of those. Uh, but I think uh, it's of interest because Christoph Waltz and Caleb Landry-Jones, who just uh, was in Bassan's very odd failure called Dogman, which I can't wait for you to see, but, uh, they did, you know, it could be interesting. Next, Panic Carefully. Uh, Sam Esmail, who directed, uh, oh God, I'm forgetting the name of that movie with Mahershala and Julia and Ethan Hawke, oh. Leave leave the World Behind. Oh, yes, Leave the World Behind for Netflix. Yes, uh, apparently he is reuniting with Julia Roberts for this project. Mm-hmm.
0: Lastly, something from Bong Joon-ho.
1: Yeah, he's going to be doing an animated film about deep sea creatures, but apparently it's Going to be the most expensive South Korean film project ever. (laughs) Ooh, that's exciting. But animated means we probably won't see this till what, 2026? But I mean, we'll see. But uh, coming from him, uh, yeah, I'm interested. All right, moving on to
0: films released we didn't cover. We received so many messages about Bob Marley, One Love, a documentary. It's not a documentary. Oh, it's not a documentary.
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. There, there is a, a Marley documentary out there from like 2010 and 2011, which I haven't seen. Um, but yeah, Ronaldo Marcus Green, the director of King Richard, uh, has d- directed a um, a biopic uh, about Marley, starring Kingsley Benadir and Lashana Lynch.
0: Oh, you know, I feel so stupid. I'm, I you had asked me if I wanted to watch this and I said no because I'm not familiar with Bob Marley really
1: at all. So oh, well. I
0: maybe. mean, he,
1: I mean he's like that like this is the person you use the word iconic for. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, he the, there's a lot of weirdness. In, I know there were a lot of assassination attempts against him. Oh. Um, yeah, there I'm I am i am curious to see this. The press screening was right before I came to Berlin and uh but it's a long film and it overlapped with us seeing Driveaway Dolls. So that's actually why I didn't go see it myself without you, but I'll catch up with it eventually. Well, I would have I'm sure it's better than drive away dolls. Oh. <laughs> oh. <Aww.
0: laughs> well, okay. Uh Madam Webb. So I've been seeing the this got panned by critics. I had R. no idea watching it. I was, I did watch a little thing on YouTube about how Sony, because this is a Sony Pictures releasing, but how they're trying to fashion it like to confuse moviegoers into thinking it's part of the Marvel universe.
1: Well, yeah, because if you aren't uh, familiar with any of that or don't care, it why, why wouldn't you assume that, right?
0: Well, I'm a famous film critic and I assumed it was Marvel because <laughs> I, I don't really care about those movies. So I thought Madam Web was a Marvel movie, but it's not. So that that makes this shit even more janky. Although some uh, people who listened to us had said that they thought we might enjoy it because it's kind of like on the level of Catwoman. Like, camp, yeah. Um, but the problem is, uh, who's the main lady?
1: Uh, Dakota Johnson.
0: Yeah, I mean, Halle Berry will make, you know, she has me interested, but Dakota Johnson is not.
1: <laughs> well, not only Halle Berry, Catwoman. Sharon
0: Catwoman. Stone. No. Sharon Stone's the <laughs> real star of Catwoman, actually.
1: <laughs> and Frances Conroy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Catwoman is wretched. That movie's uh, fucking wretched. Uh, but, yeah, I've, I've, no, I'm I've sure we'll watch it eventually Uh and Sydney Sweeney I I I probably liked better than Dakota Johnson but yeah oh and it's directed by S.J. SJ Clarkson who um directed that terrible um, I, I believe it's a Marvel Netflix series the Defenders which Sigourney we wow. were which I also really didn't like Did I watch that Yeah of course I made you watch that
0: Those I don't remember I do not remember her in a Marvel TV series
1: she's a villain don't you remember her little kung fu fight with scott glenn no <laughs> well, um, um but of course I might,
0: she does. Re- oh, I'm gonna,
1: I, I might need to re-watch it i i don't think it's good i, oh. I mean <laughs> i mean the word of the day is wretched and i'll use it again for that but i uh, no moving on adam the first uh yes starring David Duchovny uh it sounds like a father reuniting with his son territory but debut film from Irving Franco uh who I believe is from Brooklyn but uh yeah that that could be good I hadn't I didn't have time for it
0: the next film is Players on Netflix which I did kind of have an interest in but there was no time
1: It Wasn't Time, yeah. Uh, Directed by Triss C, uh, starring Gina Rodriguez and Damon Wayans Jr. Yeah. Uh, Bleeding Love, which
0: happens to be uh, related to your spin article for Valentine's Day.
1: Yes, I was making a Leona Lewis reference. But uh, this this is uh, directed by Emma Westenberg, uh, but it stars Ewan McGregor and his real-life daughter. And they're playing a strange father and daughter on a road trip kind of thing
0: lastly this is me now the jennifer lopez extended music video movie i don't know i didn't need this i watched some clips from it and then i tried to listen to the album and i just you know what it felt like uh the jenny on the block days whenever she was first with Ben Affleck.
1: Ben Affleck, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I just like I just don't it all feels I mean this is a woman in her mid fifties. Like I just it it just all feels very playtime to me and
1: it's awkward. Well, like she's not authentic about a lot of shit and I also don't think she has much to say. Beautiful.
0: there's a moment when she's showing her dancers like love letters Ben Affleck wrote her, and I just feel like this lady is just—you just need to go somewhere and sit down and focus on your um your health and your relationship and your children because this is too much.
1: <laughs> One of those dancers, I'd be like, let me file this under I don't give a fuck, Jesus Christ.
0: I mean, it's um, but- as annoying to me as Jada Pinkett wanting to like yeah. talk about her shit. <laughs>
1: Let, yes let's 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 time out on this and your boring personal life uh it, it's just it's just very like a film I just saw from a, a filmmaker I like here at the Berlin Alley. like oh you are you have no self-awareness None. you are so out of touch but uh but there was just a fucking documentary about Jennifer Lopez and her accomplishments and her work ethic so do we uh, how often do we get these then? I don't know.
0: I can't imagine I'll sit down and watch it in full, but it's out there for people to view on prime. Uh, okay. So we can end with how it's been going in Berlin.
1: It's been, a well, it's a, the current reigning uh, festival directors last year, which was, uh, has been a bit of drama since it was announced that he would be replaced because uh Carlo Chatrian just came about in 2020. And so I think the consensus was that uh, he created the Sidebar, the Encounters competitive program um, and was trying to kind of redefine what the Berlin Alley was. And then, of course, the pandemic hit. And I I I think that all of the conversations I've heard was that they're wanting to get more of a red carpet glam vibe back. so this is his last year. He he's he will be replaced in 2025. Uh, and his replacement has already been announced. So I was hoping, and based on what was announced to be in the program, I had very high hopes for a, a lot of projects. But I have to say, because I've seen over half of the competition titles now, and it's been it's been kind of a letdown for competition really? wise. Yeah, a lot of so-so, if not outright terrible films
0: someone messaged uh, someone messaged asking about lupita
1: nyong'o she is the jury president so i'm i i'm hopeful you know there are three <clears throat> african titles in competition which is fucking rare uh so that that you know it's interesting that she is the um jury president i i'm sure maddie diop's uh Dahomai, the it's just a 67-minute documentary, which I did really like. That that has a really good chance of winning the golden bear, if not some other award. But uh and, and I think that would be justifiable. But uh yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. Oh. So what's the worst thing you've seen? I really disliked the new film by Olivia Aseas, um, who's a filmmaker I really like. Um, he's worked with Kristen Stewart twice. <clears throat> On what? He, um, personal Shopper and The Clouds of Sils Maria. Uh, and I really like Clouds of Sils Maria. It's a great Juliette Binoche performance. But Kristen Stewart became the first American woman to win a Caesar, the French Oscar for that film. Um, I think I've always ma- ma- wanted you to watch Demon Lover because I I, I hold that uh, in very high regard. But because
0: that's what we would uh, call you,
1: <laughs> uh, Irma Vep. Uh, he's worked with and uh, Mia Hansen Love is his ex, who directed Upperr and Things to Come. Um, not everything is great, uh, but th- this was just. Say it, the name,
0: Say the name of this movie again.
1: Suspended Time is the English language title, and it is about it's about his experience living through the early days of the pandemic at his familial estate in the rural French countryside, where he holed up with his brother and his new partner and his brother's new girlfriend, and it is so obnoxious. It's just them talking pretentiously about the things they read and hemming and hawing about... Protocols and and keeping safe and scrubbing down the groceries that arrive and not using Amazon because Amazon's the devil, oh my god, I hated it, I hated it, yeah. Um,
0: I'm sure we're gonna do a full recap when you return. So I'm I, I just want a high and a
1: low. So what's your favorite movie so far? Love Lies Bleeding, the a lesbian genre crime caper starring Kristen Stewart, which oh. Oh people were people were messaging us about that, I think. Oh, you will be seeing it when it comes out and we will be reviewing it. But I what is it about? Uh it's about uh two lesbian lovers that kind of uh go on a killing story a little. You but don't uh, have, <laughs> you don't have
0: to spoil it.
1: Uh, it, it actually premiered at Sundance, and it's directed oh. by Rose Lass, who we re- reviewed her last film, St. Maud, which we were both fans of. That was a good movie, yeah. Uh, Ed Harris. It, Yeah, I, I think that you will respond quite well to it, but um, it's like... Is, Ed, is Ed Harris the man we saw at the Lafka Awards? Yeah, he uh gave the second... Uh, speech to Agneska Holland. Yeah.
0: I liked him. He ha- he seemed like he's a very interesting man. <laughs> uh,
1: I've, li- I've liked Ed for a while. I, you liked him in The Hours, I believe. Oh, yeah.
0: No, I know who he is. It's just, you know, names are... I have a problem with names. But, yeah, he, he seems like he has a lot of flavor to him.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, but, yes, that, that I liked a lot. I also uh, was quite into the Iranian film, My Favorite Cake, which... The title sounds trite, but it it is not. And it's uh, from a, an Iranian uh, filmmaking duo, Man and a Woman. Uh, I liked their last film was ba- as well, a Ballad of a White Cow, which got them kind of in hot water in Iran. But they were banned from coming here by the Iranian government, and they will be going on trial uh, for the things they're saying in this film, which is really just very simply... Uh, a quiet love story between a seven-year-old woman and this man that she finds that she wants to be her mate. and uh But it pushes some buttons in very effective ways, and I, I did really like it.
0: Is there anything you've seen that was, like, batshit crazy or, like, a midnight
1: horror type thing? Um Batshit crazy? No. Uh, well, the new Bruno Dumont, whose 2021 film France is... That's a fucking masterpiece to me, as you know, I feel. Uh, so I had very high expectations on his next one, L'Empire, The Empire, uh, which has been marketed as a Star Wars parody and also uh, was notable for causing the retirement of Adele Hennel, who was cast and then said that it was misogynist shit and applied that to all of the French film industry and has recused herself from acting. Uh, but it... <laughs> I don't think it's successful and it's self-indulgent in an obnoxious way, uh, but it still kind of has this feeling of I'm sitting here watching this kind of bullshit going on. And I I don't know. Um, Also the film that I just got out of before I came uh, on uh, this lovely conversation with you was Sasquatch Sunday. Uh Oh, Um, The Zellner brothers. And this also premiered at Sundance previously in his, playing i think in the encounters program uh that but, sounds like that sounds like it would be a flavor of ben and jerry's <laughs> yes uh it stars riley keogh and jesse eisenberg as two of the four cast members but it's it's basically four sasquatch is sasquatch uh wandering around in the woods for 90 minutes and that sounds made like it could be painful but it, it actually was uh very effective
0: well you know my brother-in-law believes in bigfoot so maybe he'll like it
1: <laughs> uh i'm a big harry and the henderson's fan but i i did like i i thought it was quite good oh and also um i don't think i can say anything about it yet because the premiere hasn't happened but uh i did see the new isabel pair hong sang su film Well, I'm Uh, sure we'll talk about it when you
0: return. Uh, I'm staying in your usual place.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. I've stayed there. It's very tiny. Yeah, it's, it's, to me, this is tight for two people. um, But
0: Uh, anything else different or interesting?
1: No, it's just been very busy.
0: Well, uh it's we had a reprieve from the inclement weather in Los Angeles, but it is uh going to rain pretty heavily today and
1: tomorrow. How
0: is the weather in Berlin?
1: It's gloomy. Um, not a lot of sun, a uh, lot, lot of light sprinkle rain days, but not doable. Um somebody reminded me uh about the worst weather was actually the first year I came in 2016 in recent memory. Apparently that was considered a very cold year. Uh, but I, you know, I'm from Minnesota. So that, it, that felt like nothing to me. It feels very temperate. I don't know.
0: Well, I think that this can be a short one. Uh, thank you for joining us from across the globe. Mm -hmm. I did want to mention that we record, we, We're going to be presenting Best Motion Picture at the third annual Rubber Duckies. For people who don't know, there's this like YouTube channel called Cinema Squad, and it's comprised of five YouTube film reviewers. Mm -hmm. And they do videos together, which I think are really cute. But their second annual Rubber Duckies was actually... I, I watched all of it, and I thought it was very entertaining because they are the five of them are together live and then they have multiple categories that they had their viewers vote on prior to the award show. And then they have various presenters like other YouTubers submit the, uh, their video for that category. And I found it very, like the production quality is nice and it was entertaining. Um, So we were happy to do it, but it's occurring. Next Sunday, the 25th at noon Pacific okay. Standard Time. It will be live. We're going to be announcing Best Motion Picture. I may or may not be in the live chat just talking shit. I don't know. <laughs> Cause you won't be home yet. So I'll just be sitting at my desk. But um
1: I will be on a plane at that hour. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I'm kind of excited because uh again, last year's awards I found quite entertaining. I thought the 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 people presenting the awards were quite funny but um that's all i have to say okay
1: <clears throat> oh do you have anything else you want to say no no uh that's okay uh you say
0: no in german
1: okay doch. Oh.
0: sexy all right well ta-ta for now <laughs>